Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Thursday, which means our dear friend Mark Lupo joins us. Lupi, are you there? Hey, Rob. Hey, Lupi. You look cute this morning on the Zoom or fresh. I see you have your lip gloss on and your hair glued back. Uh huh. button. What time do you get up at? I woke up this morning at 7.15. Oh, and then what happens next? So then I wake up, I brush my teeth, take a shower, and then I review yeah. the stories for the day. <laughs> So, so that I can, I'm ready to come and, and play with you. You're so conscientious. You are a hard worker. I do say it all the time, do the work, everybody. Do the work. Hey, let's jump into the show because we've got so much going on. What time is it, my friends? It is tea, tea time. time. This is a big story. So Whoopi Goldberg's The View fall out. Her co-hosts were silent on the air about her suspension. So we all tuned in. We all tuned in after Whoopi was put on suspension to see what they were going to say. Joy headed the panel. Joy's like now the main boss of The View. That makes sense. She's been Mm -hmm. there, I think, since day one. She's the only original person left on the show. So Joy headed it. She was there with Sarah Haynes. I like her. And Sunny Houston. Oh, I love her too. However, they all Mm. remained silent about Whoopi's suspension. So they started the episode on Wednesday. And Joy reiterated that Whoopi's going to be off the show for two weeks, Mark, I found out, without pay. I know. She's got a lot of money, though, Mark. If you and me were off the show for two weeks. Oh, I wouldn't be able to pay my rent. But Whoopi, don't worry, she's got lots and lots of money. And then after she said that, they just jumped into the hot topics. That was it. That was it. So Joy said the following. This is the entire conversation about Whoopi. I got my stopwatch out, Mark. It was about seven seconds. She said the following quote. You all saw the news. Whoopi will be back here in two weeks. And then they just started on hot topics. Mark, I can't believe my ears or my eyes. Very strange. Very strange. And I'm a long time view watcher. I watch it every single day. I was just like perplexed. But, you know, it's not the same without Whoopi. You have to have Whoopi. She's the anchor of the show. And Joy is wonderful as well. But Whoopi really does bring us a certain kind of voice and perspective. Um, I will say, however, you know, Whoopi did make a mistake. And when you're on TV, as much as someone like Whoopi is every single day, you're bound to say something that's less than smart. And she did in this case, but she also, she apologized. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. Bill Getty, who used to run The View, he co-created it with Barbara Walters over 20 years ago. He ran that show for more than a decade. He put on Facebook that he's very disappointed about this. Whoopi is not an anti-Semite. He knows her very well. And he said when he was at The View, remember, it's not taped, it's live. Mm -hmm. His rule backstage to the ladies would be bold, make waves, be controversial, speak your mind, have electricity. He gave them that note before every show. And he warned them, you're going to say stuff that's going to get you in trouble, but we're going to have your back. As a network, we're going to have your back. I'm told that ABC did not have Whoopi's back, and my sources are telling me that Whoopi's mad at the moment. There's even reports out there that she could quit, that she feels like she's been thrown overboard. And when you look at the timeline, something's off here, Mark. On Monday, she said the very controversial comments. After that, they all went backstage and nothing really blew up. And I know that that's a fact, because at six o'clock that night on Monday, she taped 
Colbert. Right. Now, Colbert's not on at 11. It's on at 11, but they tape it at 6. Right. Had there been a huge disaster, and I've been in a, a lot of PR disasters, mm-hmm. they would have pulled her from the show. She wouldn't mm-hmm. have gone on Colbert. But they went ahead with Colbert. Then on, on Monday night, I'm told, there was a conference call about 9 o'clock, and they said to Whoopi, you're going to apologise tomorrow, which she was fine with, she wanted to, and we're going to cut the lead guest. They cancelled the guest, and instead we're going to bring on somebody from the Anti-Defamation League. Very smart. And you can mm-hmm. have a conversation, and if he forgives you, then maybe we can too. Brilliant idea, great producing. She did that, she apologised. The gentleman from the Anti-Defamation League, he accepted the apology. Then around one o'clock, things started to get a little a little weird. And what yes. was like, I'm being suspended after I apologised. I think they made the story bigger by suspending Whoopi. Yeah, you know, Rob, this happened at another show I worked at years ago, and we did the same thing. We had the host apologize, we acknowledged the mistake, but we didn't suspend the host, we didn't stop production, and I think that's because it was a different time, and I think people now are holding hosts and shows more accountable, or they see it through a different lens, and they expect these big actions, these big, Mm. swift actions, and I think Whoopi got caught up in this. Yeah, Whoopi, I know, I, we're probably going to have people push back here. I feel for Whoopi, I've known her for, for many, many years, not, not very, very well, but one of my very first PR jobs, when I was the receptionist, so I wasn't really a publicist, but I was the receptionist, Whoopi was a client at the agency, and she was the nicest client there. Whenever she yeah. called, it was before cell phones, so she'd call like the landline to speak to her publicist, and she was always so kind and nice and has the best reputation. Whoopi said something stupid, and I think she yeah. would admit that. It was a stupid thing to say, yeah. but I think... I don't think ABC looks after her here. I think this would have been a one-day story. How many times on The View have they said crazy stuff? Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But the suspension has now made this story much bigger, and in two weeks, she has to crawl back to the show. I wouldn't if, be surprised, if, Mark, if she quits. Listen, you know, I've met Whoopi many times, and I've heard uh, that she... This is a job. This is just a paycheck for her at this yes. point. She shows yes. up, she does a job, she leaves, goes home, and th- does other things. So... Like like you said, I would not be surprised if we don't see her return. Yeah, I hope we could, do, but... I do too. She could walk away from this, you know, being publicly humiliated, particularly when you're rich. She doesn't need this money. She doesn't need this job. She's very wealthy. Yes, it's an easy job. It's an easy paycheck for her. But think about it. When were you last at work, Mark, when somebody upset you and you're like, I'm going to quit. I'm furious. <laughs> I say it once a week. And then my husband, Bruce, said, don't you quit. You won't find another job so quickly. Oh, yeah. It's oh, the yeah. truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was super rich, I'd quit every day I get in a tantrum <laughs> someone upsets me I'm gonna Whoopi's got the power to walk out she's got the money she's got yes. the power this is so interesting it brings us to our poll question of the day the Whoopi Goldberg fallout at the view her co-hosts were silent on air about the suspension should they have said something should they have said something hey go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rom our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip and Monsieur to check back tomorrow to hear your results Loopy what are you working on one of our favorite topics, Rob. I love this. I love Let's. <laughs> this show is so messy. Let's talk about Kim Cattrall and Sex in the City. Mm. Okay. So, Rob, tonight is the and just like that season finale. It's finally here. I know. It flew by, and it's very unlikely we're going to see Kim Cattrall make an appearance. And let me tell you. Let me explain why that is. So, in a new interview with Variety, the creator of the show, Michael Patrick King, said that fans won't see the actress who played Samantha Jones on Sex and the City back ever again. Drama, drama, drama. So he said, when he was asked if the doors opened for Kim to come back for a potential return, he said, in a very dramatic, 
voice. He said, no, just like there was no thought that Kim would ever participate in just like that because she said what she had to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love your master please theater. I do love it, Mark. Every week we get a voice from you. They sound a bit similar, but I do love it. <laughs> Very dramatic. They're yes. mad with her. They're angry. They're mad. Are you surprised that this is the door is not open for her? Do you think she cares? No, I'm not. I knew that they were furious. So they did not want to do this without her. They bent over backwards. They thought they could get her on board. She caused them so many headaches. They were throwing so much money at her. <laughs> Please come back. She said no. And then she humiliated them by doing interviews saying, I don't like Sarah. I don't want to work there. Like she's really, really not being subtle about this. And I sort of love Kim for just telling it as it is. Yeah. And so I think they're really, really angry. I cannot over oversell how much Sarah is the queen of this show and everybody on that set has rallied around Sarah apart from Kim and so Kim yes. is not welcome in this family talk about little cliques and clubs and mean girls Kim's not part of this family and I think if she walked back into the show the audience would love it but how do they actually film that Mark they'll be vicious to her It'd be vicious, but Rob, I mean, considering everything that's transpired over the past 10 episodes, would any actress want to go on that show? Oh, no, no, no. Considering no, all the press? Answer. I mean, why would she? Do you think she cares? No. She just she she wants no part of this. gets to the point where you've got so much money. She still makes money. People forget this about actresses and, and actors. They get royalties. So when you're on a hit show like Sex and the City, that show is on television. Every day in America, every day around the world, Kim gets a check. Every time that movie airs anywhere, Kim gets a check. I get a check from being on the Wendy Williams show, so I get a check every year, a residual, for a five-minute gossip segment on the Wendy Williams show. Mark! I can buy myself a nice pair of shoes. Like, it's not <laughs> nothing. It's not $2. Like, this check came, and I was like, wow, that's like that sort nice. of adds up. Can you imagine getting a check? From Sex and the City, I know somebody who works on the show, not not in front of the camera, behind the camera. She told me she literally goes to her mailbox every month, opens it, gets a check, cashes it. And she said some months uh. she even forgets to cash it. There's just so much money. She said it's actually annoying that she has to go to the bank that often. And I wanted to slap Oh, oh <laughs> poor you. Oh, oh, can you imagine? She is not coming back and they are still mad about her. This is a big media story. So Jeff Zucker has resigned from CNN after disclosing a consensual relationship. This relationship was the worst kept secret in show business. We all knew that Jeff was dating Alison, who works at CNN. So as part of the investigation into Chris Cuomo, this relationship came forward. I don't quite get why he resigned. Is dating somebody in the office a good idea? No. Is it consensual? Yes, this wasn't abusive behavior. Alison and Jeff are, are a couple. Jeff is now out. It feels to me as if more is going to come out on this story. And also, too, my, my sources are telling me a lot of the primetime anchors at CNN, some of the most recognizable people in news, Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, these people are worried whenever a new boss comes into a company, it doesn't matter if it's CNN or your office, whenever a new boss comes in, they like to bring their own people. Mm. Do you think we'll see a major shake-up at CNN? Well, listen, CNN has had a really bad year. And they've lost one of their biggest anchors, Chris Cuomo. I don't think we'll see a lot of changes immediately, but it's very possible that changes will have to come. I think Jeff Zucker, it's a big loss 
for the network. He really brought them to to be number one. So creatively speaking, it's it's sad. As far as him resigning, you know, if, if you're asking for transparency from your employees, from from your anchors, you too have to be transparent about yourself. Right. You can't lie if you're a part of an investigation. So I can right. see why he might have stepped down because his his subordinate was also his lover. So it's it's a oh, tricky situation. That's where it gets tricky. You're right. He's her boss. You're right. I think here. They could have admitted the relationship and probably continued to work together with some safeguards. But the fact that they were not honest about it, it's always the way you react to something rather than the initial deed Mm. that does you in. But yeah, Jeff Zucker is out. Get ready. They're not going to happen too quickly. But I do think over the next six, seven months, we're going to see changes at CNN. The new boss is going to bring in their own people. And we should point out, too, people don't realize this. CNN is the only major cable news network that does not have a woman in primetime. I know. Mm. I know Fox does, MSNBC does, CNN does not. So maybe, maybe this will actually all work out for the best. I love this. So Julia Roberts is so private, Mark. She's never on the podcast because she never does anything. She's (laughs) so private. She gave us a little glimpse into her life. What did she say? She did. So Julia went to Instagram to wish her husband of nearly 20 years, his name is Danny Motor, a happy birthday. (laughs) So Julia, she posted a rare pic of her husband, he's 53, with the surfboard and gushed how much he meant to her. She wrote, Rob, happy birthday. Your Follow- voices. <laughs> and she had a birthday cake emoji and a lightning bolt. And she said, you make my world go round. Oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the fact that this is news. What's that? Seven words from Julia Roberts. She just doesn't do this. What's more interesting to me, I love her that she's gushing over her husband. He's very cute. There's a beautiful yeah. picture of him. I yeah. totally get it. What's yeah. more interesting to me, though, is why suddenly is Julia tiptoeing into the world of gossip. Why is she doing this? Yeah, I thought the same thing. It's so weird to see Julia Roberts, Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston on Instagram. It's like, these are the last, you know, big movie stars. Like, this is it. I'm so nosy. You are too, Mark. We're both such nosy people. I love it. But part of me too is like, don't do it. Like, if she called me, it's like, hi, Rob, can we talk off the record? I'd say, yes, yes, yes. I'd say, get off Instagram. I know. Get off, Julia. Get off. It's not good for you, Julia. I bumped into her once. Well, that's, a, that's not quite true. Pretty Woman the Musical was on Broadway and the publicist tipped me off that Julia was going to go and watch it. And so I got a seat. That I, got, I got given a, a seat behind Julia mm. to watch Julia watch Pretty Woman. And I just couldn't, I mean, I didn't see the show. So I've never seen the musical because yeah. I just stared at Julia <laughs> yeah, for two yeah, yeah. hours. She's gorgeous. She is. Oh, she really is. Have you ever met her? You know, I know her brother a little bit, oh, and yeah. he is very chatty, and I love him because oh, he I love just a chatty he brother. tells me That's everything. like your Jonathan, your mm-hmm. brother Jonathan. Yeah. I know. Where's Jonathan based? I should take him to Bottino's one night because I think he would tell me everything about you. Oh, he's a lightweight. He'd be very oh. sloppy. He's in uh, North Carolina in Asheville, but oh. we can fly him up and we can... Uh... Maybe we'll fly him up. Yeah. We can dress him in some Gucci <laughs> or some Poochie. <laughs> we can do his eyebrows, put a little little foundation on him, drag uh-huh. him to Bartina's. Uh-huh. How many vodka sodas before he tells me everything about you? I would say a good two, and he's and it's over. You'll hear everything. <laughs> Sing like a canary. Ah, type of person, Mark. Hey, quickly, before we go to break, Hayley Bieber is no longer going to discuss her relationship, her marriage with Justin Bieber in interviews. So she said she's decided that she is not going to be involved in this any longer. The media, she says, like to take a little bit of a, a little blur and turn it into clickbait. That's possibly true. They've been married three years. They do have a great relationship together. She said actually behind closed 
closed doors, though. They're really normal people. And even though Justin has this huge, huge career in real life, he's just sort of like a normal person. What makes me giggle about this, Mark, is that she's doing an interview where she's saying, I'm no longer going <laughs> to talk about my personal life. And what does she do for the whole interview? <laughs> talk about her personal life. Every, every detail. It's insane. I mean, I just... They're just honestly celebrities. I love them, I love them, I love them. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. It's ridiculous. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, with our dear friend, Mark Lupo. Hey, Lupi, let's get to the polls. Da -da -da. Thank you, Mark. A lovely fanfare there. What mm. was the instrument you played, Mark? Was it the viola? It was the viola. That's like the fat violin. The fat <laughs> ugly stepsister to the violin. Oh, your mother, Doris. Very cruel. Very cruel. Very cruel. Very cruel. What did Jonathan play, your brother? He played briefly the saxophone. I think it was oh, like, it was a, lazy. Again, like it was a two-week engagement. Oh, but it's a yeah. sexier instrument, Mark. It's a sexy look, but Jonathan was too lazy. Okay, mm -hmm. let's get to the polls. <laughs> so Jennifer Lopez was gushing over her romance with Ben Affleck. She's another one who says, I'm not going to talk about my relationships. That's all she does. She said in this interview, my relationship with Ben, it's sacred. Sacred, Mark. So, uh, should she be talking about it? I mean, like, something that's sacred, you might want to protect a little bit, Jayla. No, no, no. Should no. she be talking about it? 66% six, six said no. I agree. I love that she is. But, Jennifer, if it's sacred, zip it. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to my Twitter page at Naughty Nice Romp. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now... It's time for our noisiest of the day. Oh. Rob, it's, it's Mariah Carey. Ah, girl. Uh-huh, and I have the scoop of what Mariah really thinks about Nick Cannon expecting an eighth child. Ooh, eight. 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 Number eight. Eight. So what does Mariah really think? Well, sources told Us Weekly that the singer is supportive of her ex-husband being a father again, and there is no bad blood between mm. them. Do you think you would be okay with your partner, your ex-partner, welcoming eight. an eighth well, child? I think, you know, maybe at five or six, I stop caring. Like, come on, at some point, there's no longer going to be a surprise. Like, wouldn't you hit baby number four or five or six? Like, wouldn't you get to eight? I'm sort of like... Yeah, like I'm, I'm the youngest of five kids. And my mom said, I got away with murder because at that kid number three, she stopped caring. Like, you yeah. really care for the yeah, first yeah, yeah, couple. Yeah. And yeah. then by the time you get to eight, I don't even know if Mariah's aware of this. That's how out of touch in my world, Mariah, I want her to be. Do you think she's even aware that Nick's having babies? Mm, she's somewhere else sipping cocktails, like on a, on a beautiful island. She has yes. no idea this is champagne, what's going on. Champagne, darling, champagne. Uh -huh, uh -huh, she doesn't uh -huh. deal with things like babies. No. Champagne, darling. No. Mariah, you're our noises <laughs> of the day. And now our naughty is the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Carol Middleton, who is Kate Middleton's mommy, posted some pictures and then deleted them. They were childhood pictures of Kate. So she posted the pictures accidentally. <laughs> and then she deleted them. And then after she deleted them, she reposted them. <laughs> Carol, someone got to teach you how to use the Instagram. So it was it was to celebrate Carol's business. Carol's a party planner, a multi-millionaire party planner in Britain. So if you want some balloons or a cake for a party, call Carol. Now, she does seem to be using her very famous daughter, who's going to be the Queen of England one day, to sort of help the business. I get it. It's a little naughty. Do you think Kate's mad with this? Would Doris use your celebrity mark to sell her dental products. It, it kind of reminds me of like um, something a mom would do, like post it, delete it, repost it, be confused. It's cute. I, I'm, I'm hoping this was an accident and that she's not using her daughter. It's my, oh. it's my hope. Oh, yeah. you're such a sweetie. <laughs> you're so sweet. 
sweet. You should be our nicest of the day. Carol, you're our naughtiest of the day. You know exactly what you're up to, you naughty, naughty, naughty. Let's leave with a moment of rub. You gotta rub your ear, rub your ear, rub. The belief that you're not good enough. It's a lie. It's a lie. So that horrible, horrible voice in your head. We all have it telling us we are not good enough. We don't deserve this. That voice is a lie. Let me tell you what that voice is. It's an echo. It's an echo repeating something cruel somebody told you before. That's all it is. It's in your head and it's echoing around your head and it's just repeating cruel things that somebody else told you before. Those things were not true then and they are not true now. Mark, how do you turn down those mean voices in your head? This is the exact conversation I was having in therapy last night, which is very <laughs> weird. Um, but I will say we have to remind ourselves that this is the this is the only moment that matters. This is the moment, the present. The things that happened in the past, they are no longer in our reality, and we have to you know rise above and acknowledge the person we have become. Yes. What really helps me with this when I have doubt, when I when I feel scared, when I think I'm not good enough. This morning I was, I was on a TV show. I zoomed into a TV show in, in London, and I didn't feel like. I was good enough. I grew up watching this show on the BBC. It was a huge deal for me, and I didn't feel good enough. And then I thought about all the people that are really successful that I know who are not that good either. And it made me feel much better. I'm not joking. <laughs> I have Sarah Palin's autobiography on my desk, and we're not a political show, but whenever I feel that I'm not good enough, I put my hand on her book like a Bible, <laughs> and I say, she ran for vice president. Why am I worried about phoning into the BBC to talk about Kim Kardashian's bottom for three minutes? I can do it. You are good <laughs> enough. You are good. There are a lot yes. of really successful people that are not very talented. Shh. Don't. No, don't. Shh, oh. shh, don't. There are a lot of people who are average who do really well. So the next time you don't feel like you can do it, look around your office. Look around where you work and discover, identify the most successful person who's not very talented. They exist. They're mm -hmm. in your office right now. You mm -hmm. are good mm -hmm. enough. Oh, a little bit of church today, Mark. <laughs> a little bit of church. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark show. That sounds lovely. A production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really, really do help. <gasps> Mark, we beat People Magazine's podcast. Did you see that? I saw. Very exciting. I that. People, mag I grew up reading People magazine. It's unbelievable. I'm not sure, as Donnie pointed out, thank you very much, Donnie Meacham. Donnie was like, I'm not sure if you're doing really well, if we're doing really well, or people's just doing really badly. How oh. dare you? Oh, my God. How dare you? Donnie. Hey, all together now. Remember, <laughs> if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. <laughs> It's naughty but nice with Rob!